Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name is Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians to building a cohesive brand to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight inclusive business, the good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we are on a mission to bring business education to other weight inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to our mini-sode. We're talking about our top three books from 2021 today. Yes, we are. I truthfully did not read as many books as I wanted to in 2021. I set a goal to read 21 books in 2021, you know, match the number of books that I read with the year that it is. I think I got to 14. It's only at the time of recording, it is December 28th. I have three more days and I think I can finish two more books, but I'm definitely not hitting 21 books. Okay. But the fact that you set a goal allowed you something to shoot for, and maybe you would have read less books if that goal wasn't there. So I still feel it's a win. I feel like that about goals a lot. You know, it's kind of the idea of a stretch goal versus what was realistic for whatever you have going on. So you read 14 books. That's awesome. That's more than one a month. You're right. I didn't think of it that way. Thanks for that. You're welcome. I'm definitely taking that goal this next year. 22 sounds great. 22 and 2022. I have a hard time sitting still enough to read books, which I don't know how many books I read this year. I think it was a pretty good amount, probably definitely under 20, but over 10. There we go. Yeah. And I'm either like falling asleep before bed and then I only read like one page at a time. And I'm like, Ugh, same book, six months, or I'll just fucking binge it because I have the time or the book's really good. You know, just depends. Well, today we are each bringing you three books that made an impact on us in 2021. Two of them are going to be business books. One of them will be for funsies. What books did you read, Hannah? Should I go through all three or you want to pass it back and forth? Ooh, up to you. Okay. I'm going to bang them out. Do it. Okay, cool. I'm going to start with my two business ones first. My first one is called Digital Minimalism, Choosing a Focused Life in a Noisy World. And I chose this book because, well, one, my friend Yasmin recommended it to me, just giving her a little name shout out because I know she listens to the pod. She said she likes to listen and it feels like I'm there. So Now it's really going to feel like it, Um, but she recommended it because it's just really eye-opening to the issues with how social media is impacting us. I know there's a documentary on Netflix around it as well, but I really liked the book form because then you're not on technology reading it. And it was a really good reminder of social media was intended for a way to connect and to let people know what you're offering. And it's not a way to compare yourself, to spend hours on it numbing out, and how negatively it impacts us. And so I actually plan to reread the book again soon because I I really need the reminder. I feel like when I was reading it, I spent less time on my phone, which felt so good. And what I liked about the book too is it's not like swear off social media forever and never get on. It just helps you 
re-grasp, getting focused on using it intentionally and doing things off social media intentionally. And there's this part that I really like where they talk about doing crafts and projects with your hands, and then there isn't room to pick up your phone. And I thought that was really cool. And so my project is going to be building a little greenhouse in my condo. And I'm really excited about that, but that's another story for another day. So that was digital minimalism. Highly recommend The next business book I read was called Work Your Wealth, Nine Steps to Make Smarter Choices with Your Money. I really like this book. It's by um, Mary Beth Storjohan, and she's a certified financial planner. She is a fiduciary, which means she works in the best interest of people that work with her. And it was a really quick read. I read it when I was at the cabin. I think I read it in two days, and it was really nicely set up. It's I believe it's like 10 different chapters and each chapter ends with an action step that outlines what to do with the information she just gave you. And I love books like that. We love action items around here, something tangible to take away. And I just thought it was really well-written and it was simple because when you get into financial stuff, it does get complicated, especially if you are not a white man and have never been talked to about the importance of investing and how that works and all of those things. So love that the book is written by a lady and I highly recommend it. So we'll link it in the show notes. And my four fun book is called Into Thin Air, A Personal Account of the Mount Everest Disaster. And so in 1996, there was a few expeditions that were going on in Mount Everest. And one of them was by a group that a journalist was part of. His name is John. In the disaster, due to weather conditions and people not respecting the mountains in a way of the mountains talk to you, if they say, get the fuck down, you got to get the fuck down. Um, Eight people ended up dying really traumatically and several others were stranded for a really long time, got frostbite, um, really not in a good place. It was a very surreal book to read because... It's just a reminder of how fleeting things are and how something can change in a drop of the hat. And I think that's what I love about the mountains and mountaineering is, you know, people do stuff like climb Everest because there is risk. If you were to climb Everest and there was no mountain conditions or risk of being hurt, it's not fun, which I know sounds really fucking weird, but it's like the overcoming of the obstacles that could come up. So I really like this book. I thought it was a really good detailed painting a picture story of what happened. And it was also really sad. So if you don't want to be sad, I wouldn't recommend reading it. What are your books? Those are all sound like incredible books. I actually have Into Thin Air. So I'm going to prioritize that in 2022. And the other two are getting added to my good Goodreads list. So on my end, I was going through the, all the books that I read this year. And not many of them were business books, but that's okay. The two business books that I did read made a really big impact on me. So the first one is called Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business by Gina Wickman. This was actually a recommendation from Claire Siegel, who is a dietitian and the founder of Flourish, uh, which is an app for women to ditch dieting for good. She's amazing. I asked her which business book made the biggest impact in her business, and this was it, or was one of them at least. And this totally changed the way that I viewed and structured business goals. Prior to this book, I didn't set business goals. Like, I mean, 
I like kind of knew them in my head, but I didn't actually write them out. And this book gave me the structure to do that by looking at three-year vision, one-year plan, quarterly rocks to two-week schedule. And that's how I function in my business now. And it's one of the greatest things in the whole wide world. So would highly recommend. The second business book, it's not really a business book. It's like self-help, personal growth, which over here, we consider those business books because we are in the business, is Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear by Elizabeth Gilbert, who is also the author of Eat, Pray, Love, which is an incredible book, an incredible movie. I actually started this book when I was living in Italy and maybe got to the third of the way through it and then forgot about it. And when the freeze hit Houston this year and I didn't have power for days, I picked up this book and curled into bed and cranked it out in two days, which is like record timing of reading a book for myself. I am such a slow reader. I'm going to read a quote, which is a quote that I keep going back to. And I reread it in February and I was reminded, instantly taken back to whenever I read it for the first time in Italy. And it's, ideas are a disembodied energetic life form. They are completely separate from us, but capable of interacting with us. I'll bet strangely. Ideas have no material body, but they do have consciousness and they most certainly have will. Ideas are driven by a single impulse to be made manifest. And the only way an idea can be made manifest in our world is through collaboration with a human partner. It is only through a human's effort that an idea can be escorted out of the ether and into the realm of the actual. Oh my gosh, that like shook me. That was so beautiful. I go back to that quote so much because there are ideas that have come to me that I have either been too distracted with other projects and said or said no to. And it's just the story that she shares with it is she actually had a book idea come to her and she said no thank you to it. And a few years later met someone who had that exact same book idea who was bringing it to life. Mind-blowing, mind-blowing. Incredible book. It talks about how fear impacts your creative living. It's great. I've also read it and highly recommend. There you go. Two for two. <laughs> add it to your add it to your to-be-read list. And then the four fun book that I read this year, these are the most books that I read this year, but the one that was five out of five stars for me was Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And the only reason I picked up this book was because she is also the author of The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which was hands down my favorite book in 2020. And this book did not disappoint. Her writing transports you. It's so good. It's I'm like you. I read when I go to bed. I get like five pages in and get really tired. This was one of the books that I couldn't read at night because I couldn't put it down. I love those books. They are really good books. Just not when I'm trying to sleep. But yeah, those are those are my three uh, books that made the biggest impact in 2021. Love it. I actually have Traction. My accountant sent it to me a while ago. I'm going to prioritize reading that as my first business book of the year. So thank you. You're welcome. You won't regret it. It's great. Thanks for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the pod on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review, share with the business bestie, and check out our website at weightinclusiveinnovators.com. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone.